feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Hello to all our standers. What is up? Hey, Dan. Hey, my fellow stander Ben. <laughs> Are we the the stand stander commanders? Are we the the standard commanders? <laughs> the standard oh, commander. <laughs> standard commander Dan reporting for duty. <laughs> standard commander Dan. <laughs> um. All right. Standard so commander Danner. <laughs> commander Danner. <laughs> On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, our three most nostalgic albums of all time. We're going to be talking about The Liver King. Don't know what that is. Dan will surprise me with that. Uh, and then we've got a little grab bag of life advice from uh, me and Dan. Uh, we no, have- don't, don't throw me into this life advice piece. <laughs> this is not my idea. We have uh, uh, my weekly gripe, of course, and... Um, and much, much more. But before we get into that, I have a simple question for you, Dan. I got answers. <clears throat> I got standards and answers. Would you ever, let's say you're on the, you're on the John. You're right. in the John. In the John, on the John. And uh, be real alert pops in. You got no. two minutes supposed answers, to be real. No. Would you ever post of no. you taking answers, the drop no. and a deuce? Nope. Big old no. no. Never, I'm not, not that even real. just like the the ankles. No, what? I'm not. I'm not that real. <laughs> I ain't real like that. That's cowardly, dude. And you would? I don't think I would. Oh, I don't think I would coward. do it. I want to see it though. <laughs> I I want to see someone do it. I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 real though. It's that's what they want with that app. That's true. I'm sure someone's done it. There's got to be some crazy stuff out there. Yeah, I bet. I bet there's like a Reddit page already of like all the be real, the craziest be reels and stuff like that. Someone jumping off like the the plane. plane. You almost said the Grand Canyon. I almost said that. You almost said something. Someone jumping off the Grand. Turbulent. Be real. You just see him like hitting a rock. Oh my like, their God. heads just lodged into a boulder. Good gracious. <laughs> the last mental capacity is send. <laughs> oh no, I messed up the selfie. <laughs> yeah, it says retakes one. Yeah. Well, because you know, sometimes it doesn't go through. Does that ever happen yeah. to you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. well, that, that was my first. Uh, topic <laughs> just pooping on be real yeah um second one is um i'll, I'll get into my gripe uh, okay is. so i'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this because it happens on all sorts of platforms but you ever log into a platform or at what where you need a username and password all and the time you need a second authentication authentication yeah Authentication, authentication. Uh, method. And so usually it'll send you a text. You opt in for this at some point, type yep. in your, your text. So whatever, you type in your user password, that screen pops up. <clears throat> so you like get your phone and you're anticipating the code. You're yeah. waiting for the code. You know, like, why isn't it coming? 
And they're just like, you're waiting. Okay, come on. Like, well, what's up with my internet? And then um, you're waiting for about two minutes. <laughs> you're like, okay, what's going on? And you look back at the screen and it says next to where the code goes, send code. Mm. So you, have to, you have to click the send code yeah. and then you can type it in. Yeah. I think my, my problem with it is the placement of the button. Because it looks like it should be an it's enter. It's not button. obvious enough. It should be like it looks like it should just be return, like like yeah. send code to the platform. Sure, not send code to me. Mm-hmm. So if, it's, if we're at top, plus like if I already opted into this and I need to do it to get into the platform, right? And why wouldn't I just automatically get the code? I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like you guys need a better two factor authentication method. Hey, I didn't name names, bro. I did not name names. Y'all, y'all using Microsoft Azure? This, I think this is Workday. So Workday is two factor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's archaic, <laughs> bro. Y'all need to get on that Octa grind. What's Octa? It's a, another like single sign-on two-factor authentication thing where like I do my sign-on username password, and then it sends a push notification to my phone. And then I hit, it says, did you try and sign on? And I say, yes. It okay. says, match, oh, match. oh, 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 I thought it was Okta, like no, O-K-T-A. It's, no, it's Okta. Oh, good to know. There you go. I've and never then, yeah, said just, it aloud, actually, or heard it say, being said aloud. So. Well, there you go. Oh, you yeah. Push Octa's, a button Octa's and it still. says, yeah, like uh, I like signed Like both. In. I have both, which is the problem. It's all different kinds of things. So you guys have Okta and you have Workday Bro, you guys, you guys need like a workday in my Okta. No, okay, so you use Okta to log into Workday. Correct. Okay, yeah, so that's what it is. You guys just don't have the Okta Verify app. What a shame! You could do like a Google. Have you used the Google Authenticator? There's like that, and it sends you. Yeah, that one's probably the easiest. And just you know, who wants to download one more app, yeah, bro? I know. <laughs> Standards, what's your favorite uh, single sign-on method? <laughs> uh, okay, How do you so do that. dual-factor authenticate? Back to, um, okay, now now for my life advice. Yeah, Ben's life advice. I'm sure you saw this, Dan, actually. Oh, boy. I did confirm this was the real account because it is just so unbelievable. Uh, so everyone's favorite football player and personality, Antonio, oh, Antonio Brown. Brown. Uh, did you see this? Yeah. Oh, I did. Uh, so he tweeted an infographic oh, well, of, or not an infographic, a graphic of, there's a picture of him and there's a quote next to his. We need some context here, though, for those that don't know who he is oh, sure. and why this is significant. Sure. Antonio Brown, prolific NFL uh, wide receiver for many years. Mm-hmm. Kind of started to get a little loony on us. Uh, yeah. He has suffered some horrific uh, hits to the head in his life. That could very well be attributed to it. Yes. Uh, he his he very famously played his last NFL game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in which at halftime he was screaming at his coach. They got in a fight. He took off his jersey. It took off his pads. Mid game, ran off the field, chucked up some deuces to the fans. Actually, yeah. actual like, peace sign. Yeah, blew blew some kisses and then rocked off the field, ran off the field, and that was the last time we ever saw him play football. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was iconic. He's had some other questionable moments. Um, and yeah. <laughs> so um, here's, here's what he says to all of us. <clears throat> My 
My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a derogatory term or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. That one, yeah. like we all know, because yeah. it's that terrible. It, it, made, it made news. Yeah. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jets stadium mid game while throwing up deuces. <clears throat> My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Antonio Brown on his biggest regret. I mean, Jesus did kill it at Red Rocks that one time. Yeah, no, he he nailed it, dude. That solo on on point. Jesus doing Freebird actually topped Apple <laughs> Music's uh, charts for a few years there. This is like reaching Jesus Kanye levels of arrogance. Yeah, totally. A little, a little uh, more intelligible. You know, <laughs> we cannot. We, sure. we don't have to decipher any codes. Well, he did talk about Jesus performing at Red Rocks. So that is. I don't. True. I don't think Jesus was. Oh, you were uh, there, anywhere man? near Denver our... oh. ever. <laughs> um, unless they have one in Jerusalem that I don't know about, but. Um, yeah, so my, my life advice, given AB's words of wisdom, is uh, to love yourself like AB loves himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Just, just have the same confidence in yourself, in all your pursuits and interests and um, goals as AB does, in, yep. as he does literally anything. Show up late to work in a hot air balloon. Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. AB got another contract. Surely you can too. He's a millionaire. What are you? <laughs> you will be one day if you have this mentality. This just proves it. It's one to one. That's why we're broke. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So um, that's that. Oh, shout out Antonio Brown. I don't think he's going to come back kind of ironically and poke fun at his own arrogance one day. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he even knows it's that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to do Icebreaker, as we always do, where we call someone and ask them a random question. So on this week, we are calling my friend Riley. Right? Sorry. Jeez, I like gas in my stomach. We're going to call my friend Riley, uh, who um, is big in the Phoenix entertainment scene. So he's worked for uh, entertainment companies uh, for probably like, eight years uh and has formed his own dj collective does his own work so he's super into it and he's really really talented <clears throat> so we're gonna give him the, we're gonna give him a call hello what's good bro you're on the standing desk podcast oh no way <laughs> yeah to be on the standing desk <laughs> let's go dude so uh this is a segment uh called icebreaker where we call someone and ask them a random question just put them on the spot um so i have a question for you <clears throat> so you are obviously very big in the phoenix uh dj entertainment world so uh you know a lot about people's song requests at at yes. events so i have two questions for you my first question is what is the worst or what do you what is most what is the worst song that is most requested sweet caroline 
Oh. At like what kind of event? Like, like Literally every event. <laughs> warehouse raves, funerals. I was DJing in a warehouse one time, and somebody came up and was like, "Hey, are you guys gonna play hip hop?" Or like, "When are you gonna play hip hop?" I was like, "Bro, I'm like deep into this like progressive house set right now, man." Like, Yo, when are you gonna play the motto, bro? I need it. Yeah. Okay. That. And then what's your what's your go to song for hyping up a crowd? Um, I mean, gosh, it just depends on the crowd. Um, if I if I were doing, uh, like I did a, I did a fifties granny disco event. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I played the song Celebrate, like, oh, yeah, of course. Dude, and they (laughs) came up and they were like, you have to play it again. You didn't do, like, a house celebrate flip? (laughs) (laughs) No, that would have been cool, but I honestly am a a believer in, you know, in songs like that. If you you play, like, the weird remixes, like, it's kind of (laughs) cringe. That's true. Um, so have you ever DJed a wedding? Uh, yes, I have. What's the? I actually DJed Linda Ronstadt's niece's wedding, and Linda Ronstadt was there. Wow. What is the? Um, what do you think is the best wedding song and the worst wedding song? Can be cliche or not. Um, I think the best best wedding song. Gosh, anything by Bruno Mars. <laughs> dude, that's so true. <laughs> Oh my god, timeless dude for sure. Um, and probably the worst, uh, you know, I was, I'm trying to think. I was at a wedding like two weeks ago, and it was actually very, very cringe. Um, <laughs> the DJ, my cousin, like went up and requested like 15 songs specifically in a row, just so he would like not be cringe. My go-to um, wedding song uh, request. You know, some people will like let you submit songs yeah. nowadays i my go-to is always bad and bougie bro it's that's a yeah it works yeah, every time you wrong. yeah you can always get people with the which way dude that's that'll solve <laughs> world peace yeah. bro okay man that's all that's all my questions for you so I thanks appreciate, i love the podcast man i'm very excited to hear this one appreciate it man god bless right. you talk soon Bye-bye. Right. Pretty good. Is YMCA the goosebumps for old people? Yeah, bro. <laughs> They're going to break the record by playing it 31 consecutive times <laughs> at Rolling Quiet. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll be right back. Welcome on back. It's time for us to get savage, Ben. Savage mode activated. Exactly. So we're um, here to talk about the Liver King. Ben, do you know about the Liver King? I Who sure the Liver don't. King is? I sure Great. do not. That's going to make the this Dan all... Bilzerian? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> uh, so there is a internet celebrity type in- individual, influencer, whatever you want to call him, uh, called the Liver King. Uh, his name is actually Brian Johnson. Uh, he is 44 years old, five foot seven from San Antonio, mm-hmm. and he calls himself the Liver King. Okay, and he is 
he he fascinates me. <clears throat> I am fascinated by this man through and through. Mm-hmm. So his whole shtick is trying to live like our ancestors did. Okay. So uh, he started off as a dentist uh, back in the day, of course. And of course. then he started selling supplements. And then... Uh, Sounds like our ancestors already. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. But then he kind of started... He's been be- around for thousands of years yeah <laughs> and then he got enlightened and he's like i i need to live like my ancestors and take their teachings and okay. live by them so there's some things he does that i think is great i think some of his things that he does is is interesting it's in the way that he approaches it generally mm-hmm. so he tries to live by these nine tenets of our ancestors which is sleep heck yeah man i'm all about that uh eat He's Fair. he's very uh, very That's much good. about. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about his diet. Uh, but he, you're supposed to eat how our ancestors eat, kind of paleo esque. It is crucial we, to life for sure. We we will arguably, also, but yeah, sure. Yeah, we will discuss the finer pieces of his diet. <clears throat> uh, move, be active. You know, Always get good. out there and be be fit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, connect connect with the earth. You know, he believes it has like you know it grounds us a little bit being out in nature. Touch grass. Stuff. Touch grass. Yeah. Touch grass. Cool uh sun vitamin d it's good get out in the sun every now and then he says uh yeah. the other ones are bond spend time with loved ones essentially yes okay. i mean liver king go on we're we're on the same page here buddy <laughs> um cold hold or fold cold c-o-l-d cold. cold our ancestors did not have air conditioning they were cold <laughs> your body is meant to adapt to cold in fact most of them died because of a lack yeah. of heat. So uh, get cold every now and then. Take okay. showers, cold showers. Take cold baths, stuff okay. like that. That's how you live your best life. Uh, fight. Uh, mm. He says, well, we're not necessarily fighting for survival every day, but uh, look for opportunities that scare you every day. Okay, I've heard of look for things that challenge you. Scare? Mm. Okay. And shield. This is the last one. Shield. So... You know, our ancestors avoided jaguars and things like that. Um, but we're supposed to run away from more modern dangers uh, like seed oils, excessive Wi-Fi exposure and other man-made poisons. Okay. This is where he started to lose me a little bit. <laughs> Wait, what are we on nine or eight? That was nine. Shield was okay. is the last one. Uh, <laughs> so he has a... So this all this whole thing started like I've seen him on TikTok and stuff, but then some uh, other YouTuber named Jesse James West did a video called 50 Hours with Liver King, where he went to the Liver King's abode, which Liver King, the man who believes living like our ancestors, uh, lives on an 8300 square foot Spanish style mansion of course. that has a workout barn. Of course. <laughs> um, to where so. Just like the Neanderthals. Just like the Neanderthals. A scoop um, of whey in my almond milk. Exactly. Protein and so just kind of some of the irony. Like, so he got to see really how this guy lives. And it's, it's, it's almost incredible. So mm-hmm. this man's diet, he eats like our ancestors did. They didn't have much access to anything. And so he routinely eats raw eggs. Uh, he eats raw liver. He is the okay. liver king after all. It's it is the liver king with sure. every meal. It is packed with nutrients. That's true. Um, bull testicles. Yeah. Jam packed with 
stuff. Our ancestors didn't eat this stuff. What is he talking about? They like corn. Yeah, man. And chicken. Yeah, no, he is eating all parts of the animal. Um, uh, protein shakes, just how our ancestors did it. And maple syrup, processed maple syrup. I'm picturing just like a bunch of cavemen chasing bulls around with a machete to chop off their testicles. It's got good potassium. It's the only way we'll evolve. And so he eats this stuff just raw. He takes like other organs in animals and cooks them and then eats them like God, that man. and he this is how he lives every single day like he's like I was, wow. he he's all about like pushing his body to the absolute maximum like he does this thing called the barbarian where he puts a 70 pound backpack on he holds two 70 pound kettlebells one in each hand mm-hmm. and then he drags a 150 pound sled behind him and he also has on 20 pound ankle weights on each ankle. And then he drags this sled with all of this extra body weight for a mile. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> How is he jacked? This is the best part. So yeah, I mean, he's a pretty huge dude. And uh-huh. everyone is saying this guy's about 43 minutes away from dying because he's put so many steroids in his body. But he completely claims to be natural. And I can kind no of way. see it. Except he absolutely, it, 100%, no doubt in my mind, has ab implants. Does that count as steroids? I don't think it does. But cosmetic. everything in his body looks more natural. And then you get to his abs, which just, they just don't look real. Uh, you guys can't hear this, but I'm showing Ben the liver. We'll, we'll post a pic. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, there's just no way. I mean, he. I mean, he's 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 a little tiny guy. He's he's five foot seven. Shout out to our short liver kings out there listening to us today. So, yeah, they're for sure. And I've never like seen but, true like, implants, but those have to be that. As he moves, they just stay the same. <laughs> like he, it's wild, and like it's so conflicting because he is also anti sunscreen, which our ancestors didn't have. Our ancestors that lived to be an average of 28 years old. Right. <laughs> um, he doesn't believe in sunscreen. He doesn't believe in vaccines. Of course he doesn't. Of course, Because why would he? Like, there's no way he would believe in them. <laughs> yeah. And he also doesn't believe in the use of plastics. Okay. And then I checked out his website, uh, and his supplements actually come in plastic bottles that he sells on the internet. Of course. Of course. So this is his big, that's his big money maker. I think right there is, is that piece, but he's a Joe Rogan called this guy a gimmick. <laughs> Joe Rogan that sells like alpha brain supplements this is my pillow code <laughs> called this guy a, a gimmick. And then who's, he, who's worse, this guy or the my pillow guy? Oh, the my pillow guy. What's the, I was thinking about this the other day. You haven't heard his name in a minute. That's a good thing. Well, what's he, what I forgot his name on and he hasn't been talked about in so long. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably running for office somewhere. No, Liberty <laughs> yeah. is way better than this guy. 
Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, yeah. The absolute goat, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see Mike Lindell eat some bull testicles, dude. That would be a sight right there. With that would the be a collab game. of the century. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, this he, he this guy is endlessly fascinating. Like they turn off the electricity in their house every night at a certain time to avoid extra exposure. They put signal blocking paint in the rooms so that they're not exposed to Wi-Fi and stuff like that all the time. But then he also was like super nice to the, I mean, he seems like every interaction I've seen with him with like regular people, he's been like really nice, which is annoying. Cause it's like, I really want to hate yeah. this guy. Yeah. And then like, he'll do like some random one-off thing in a video where he, <laughs> he was at like a street fair and he was walking like, you know, there's always a row of just disgusting food, like deep fried food, oh, yeah, also like worst. taco trucks and stuff like that. <laughs> And he went by like six in a row and he was like, he, he was judging if they were primal or not. And so, and so he walked by one. He's like, barbecue, primal. And then he like walked to the next one. And then he's like, vegan smoked meats, not primal at all. And then he like kept walking along. I, I, I can't take it seriously. Yeah, no. It's, he starts off every video with, what's up, primals? Like, I got to give credit where credit is due. He has made an amazing brand for himself. He is making a ton of money selling his supplements and just being internet famous. But dude, wait, at, at what cost? No, yeah, I'm over giving people credit for monetizing these bullshit, <laughs> like, life approaches. No testicle, dude, thank you very much. It's literally the worst. This guy, uh... It's just all of YouTube is these guys or like forms. Of this guy it sucks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why are these guys making money, dude? Or like the Nelk Bros or like oh, those guys suck. They're the worst. Or the um the Pauls, dude. Yeah, yeah, they suck. Got a hint to him. He's man and in the, he's the titan of industry. At the end of the day, no, that yeah. guy's just the worst and like yeah. a terrible human who has done multiple offensive things. Oh yeah, they're the lowest of the low. This guy does at least doesn't seem offensive. Like, yeah, I mean, outside of maybe some anti-vaccine uh, beliefs, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he's necessarily actively spreading harm too much. He not seems to be much on misinformation. Yeah, he seems to Alex be on Jones the, level. <laughs> no, no, he's not quite there. He's he's on the lower tier of just bad internet people. I think. <laughs> yeah, because there's some like nice things that he says. <laughs> ah, I would even put him a step below Shapiro. Bro, he only spits facts. That's true. I mean, facts don't hurt Did about you know your that feelings. facts don't care about your feelings. Not, not in the slightest. Now that's the way to have a primal lifestyle. For real, dude. So that's the Liver King. Check him out on TikTok or something. You got to see this for yourself. It's is there any part of his lifestyle that you would even consider adopting? I would consider adopting an 8,300 square foot mansion with a workout barn. You get that as a dentist, bro. Or is it? Oh, I, I think he got it from the subs. Gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. So what kind of supplements are we talking about here? Like, so I, I, again, I made sure to look at his, his website and these are the website, the supplements he has, uh, beef organs, mm -hmm. beef liver 
beef thyroid, beef pancreas, bone marrow, beef brain, beef, uh, <laughs> grass-fed intestines with tripe, a gallbladder, beef tallow, collagen, uh, male optimization formula with organs. Trying to optimize my manhood. Uh, Let me just pop a pill. Beef prostate. There, it's, so it's all beef. Is this if? No, 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 no. He has fish eggs. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, and vitamin C. <laughs> yeah. And uh, grass-fed placenta, as well as ancestral minerals. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's wild is... that he got rich off that. Enough people yeah. bought his products where he got rich off of beef brain. Yeah. That beef brain money. He hit different. Bro, I'd be, I'd be looking at grass a little different ever since I started <laughs> eating that or taking beef brain. Oh, man. All right. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Welcome back to Cooler Talk. It's everyone's favorite segment of the show where Ben and I each try a new drink each week and give you a live review right here on the podcast. Uh, ben has a much more exciting one than I this week, so I'll be brief with this. Uh Today, we have an herbal sparkling water by the name of Ourobora. Uh has a great name, has a cool little chameleon on the front. Uh, <laughs> it's zero sugar, zero calories per can. Uh, from the land to your hand, meet Ourobora. Their sparkling waters are made with herbs, fruits, and flowers for earthly, earthly tastes and heavenly feelings. These are liver king approved. Uh, <laughs> the flavor I got today was lemongrass coconut. It should taste like a lemon coconut pie in my brain, but I have a gut feeling it might not actually taste like that. Um, crisp little opening. It's more lemony than coconutty on the smell. That's a little bit of a shock. Okay. Um, huh. It, All right, let's give it a. Do you say it's sip. it's non-caffeinated, right? <clears throat> Man, I sure hope so. Uh. Well, now you got me stressing. <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll I'll let you know in about four hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna let, let me give it a sip. Okay, so it tastes more like coconut. Huh. But there is lemon in there. It's not ultra caffeinated. It's closer to a peri or not a peri. It's closer to like a, a Pellegrino, mm-hmm. somewhere in between a Pellegrino and a liquid death in terms okay, of that's, carbonation. That's better. We've been anti-carbonation recently. Yeah, I mean, if you it if you like coconut, like I I say that this is a superior alternative to the Lacroix coconut flavor. Okay. That being said, it's a low bar. That was that, yeah that was, yeah. <clears throat> um, six six. Okay. Not not exciting. Yeah, nothing crazy. It's not like, but it's not like, (laughs) man, you know, things that we describe sodas for a living from because we're so good at it. Uh, Okay, cool. Um, So I discovered a uh, kind of a cheat code for Cooler Talk. It is a store to all our SoCal listeners called Rocket Fizz. If you live in Phoenix, you know, Rocket Burger, which also has crazy drinks. Rocket is 
you know, it's the common denominator here. Uh, so they have all kinds of wild drinks as well as um, candies from uh, Asian countries and other exotic snacks. It's it's a whole it's a whole vibe, whole vibe. Um, so I got, I got a lot lot of options loaded up for the next few weeks. Should be good. But I had to come out strong with with my craziest one. You already know we're back on our red drinks crime, Dan. Oh, baby. No, you didn't even have to get me this one this time. So in front of me, I have Gross Gus's bloody nose. There's a picture of a a bloody nose. Really gross, actually. Um, If you want to see it, check out our Instagram at Standing Desk Podcast. Uh, It's a wild cherry soda. Um, it's about it. Nothing, nothing crazy. It's really red. Truly, Just truly cherry red. It's not ruby reddest. Red. Oh God, bro! It's it smells like cough syrup. It's got oh oh no bloody nose. Does this smells like cough syrup? Cherry cough syrup. You know, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Kind of tastes like pennies. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be super, super sugary because it has like yeah. 40 grams of sugar. Dang. But um, it's it's pretty subtle. It just kind of tastes like corn syrup, you know? Mm-mm-mm. It tastes like, um, I know what it tastes like. It tastes like Mr. Pibb. A knockoff Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Pepsi brand, Dr. Pepper. All right. Don't slander Mr. Pibbs, Nessiar Pibbs name. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, I used to go for the Mr. Pib when I was a kid. I think yeah, that didn't surprise me at all. So edgy, bro. I'm edgelord. Poor <laughs> no, Dr. Thunder guy myself, but. Is that a thing? Yeah, you didn't know. You never had Dr. Thunder? Hell no, dog. What kind of gentrified ass soda? <laughs> I feel like that's the opposite of gentrified. You gotta like the independent. Right, it's by great theater. value. You, no one has ever said that great value has gentrified anything ever. You're the type. You're the type of guy to go to uh, go to a theater and bring with you like a Jones soda. <laughs> Just pocket the Jones soda. <laughs> that might be the most disrespectful thing you've ever said to me. That's like such a niche 2008 <laughs> insult or something like that. It's my specialty. You just um, called okay. me 28 years old by saying that. <laughs> I'm going to go with a 6-8. Um, six, 6-8. Eight. Six, eight. Wow. A lackluster week. Yeah. For uh, cooler talk. But yeah, go to Rock Fizz. Let us know what, we, what you want us to drink on uh, at yeah. Standing Desk Pod on Instagram. Yeah, and real. check out our promo pick too, where Ben has a real bloody nose. That's <laughs> exactly. definitely not yeah, any sort of gel- gelatinous product. <laughs> no, it's real blood. Thanks for tuning in to Power 106 Standing Desk Podcast Radio. I'm your DJ Commander Danner with co-DJ that Wizard that, Lizard. That, <laughs> Wizard Lizard. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in case you couldn't pick up by our very subtle context clues. Uh, we're talking music for this last segment of the podcast. Um, it's like we're talking about radio, bro. <laughs> the least music is on the radio.
That's how my ancestors used to do it. I live like a primal. <laughs> my, the cavemen listening to Power 106. Dude. Yeah, man. Primal radio, man. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about, I just randomly got uh, inspired. So we're we're listing off our top three most nostalgic albums. Not single songs, not EPs. We're talking about LPs, folks. Uh, Mixtapes or extended plays of music. Or long Maybe we can no, do EPs. No, we can. No, we can do EPs. <laughs> um, so, Ben, do you want to kick us off with your first? Uh, when you think yeah, nostalgia, I'll, I'll just say my one um, little disclaimer that I asked you, which is these are not necessarily like our favorite albums of all time. I think we've already touched on that. These are those albums that transport you back to a different time in your life. You can almost smell the air. The the sweet aromas in the air of your middle school playground. Yes. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, sure, I'll go first. Um, my first one. <clears throat> I'll, work, I'll work forward. Start most historic. Most recent. Okay. Most, wait. Least recent. To least most. recent. Okay. Or should I do the opposite? No, let's let's start back. Let's start way back in time. Way back to our ancestors. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> called Bing Bang by Ooga Booga. Uh, it's called Scary Monsters and Nice Friends. <laughs> oh, um, Wait, so really? uh, back in 900, it was a long time ago. I'm sure, I'm sure many of us don't remember, but there was a time where Kid Cudi was a good rapper. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. About 900 BC. Um, no, so my first one is Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon, two, dose, not one. Really? We're talking Mojo So Dope, Revo Fev, uh, Maniac, Erase, or, yeah, yeah. Erase Me. Yeah. Um, all those bangers. Ghost. Of course, Ghost, dude. So this takes me back. This is when I still had probably an iPod Touch at this point. No iPhone, flip phone. Whoa! I, don't even, I barely had a phone. Yeah. Um, so I had like one of those horizontally folding ones, dude. I was so broke. <laughs> um, but um, uh, everyone in Arizona knows the Arizona Biltmore <laughs> Mall. Classic. Yeah. Uh, so... When you were in eighth and seventh grade, sometimes maybe even freshman year, the thing to do, because there's not a whole lot to do in Phoenix when you're a kid, is to go just hang out at that Biltmore, which is an outdoor mall. Even if it's hot, you just hang out there. Yeah. You don't really do anything. You just kind of walk around, take pictures in the Apple store, uh, catch a movie. And um, whenever I was hanging out at the Biltmore, I would always be blasting Man on the Moon 2, be with friends who would vibe to man on the moon too dude so it was uh it was a whole vibe you know Dang. i wasn't even like getting in up uh, getting into bad stuff like listen to smoking weed dude maybe i'll do yeah. it I'll do yeah, it. you had no idea what was going on in those no songs. idea no idea yeah. just consuming gatorades <laughs> you just know inhaling them virgin gatorades you yeah. know so um yeah wow that's my first that's a good one um man this is tough for me i think the first one i'll go with uh is man what year was this so this would have been probably around seventh ish grade sixth seventh grade um 
while there were only a few select radio hits, I did listen to the entirety of the album regularly. Um, I have very specific memories of listening to certain songs on SoundHound <laughs> while, play, yeah. while playing Minecraft, like oh, OG yeah. old school, like beta version Minecraft. Yeah, uh, PC that, version. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. that they, they didn't have any other versions yeah, right. out that, that, at that time. Um, and I listened to the music on my iPod Nano. Uh, and that would be the Energy Never Dies uh, album by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, you gotta do it to him, dude. Uh, you could play I Got a Feeling for me, and <laughs> I'm a different person. Um, I mean, yeah. and then there's uh, Meet Me Halfway is for some reason the one that I keep remembering that I listened to when I was uh, playing Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Boom Boom Pow, of course. I remember watching that I'm a B music video for the first time on YouTube. And I was like, this is crazy. These people live a wild life. That was the pinnacle of rap at that point. Yeah. I mean, that was it. Like that was four minutes of bars. So, okay. So it was released in June of 2009. So this was like the end of like sixth grade. Wow. So summer sixth grade, I remember playing this stuff. And I'm going like, to be this... up in the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here like mining some ores and Minecraft and stuff. Like just being a kid. Like I'm going to be mining some ore. Yeah, exactly. I like... <laughs> I'm going to be shooting those zombies. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm convinced Ben has a full song lined up right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I wrote this in some yeah. <laughs> So that's that's my my number one uh, most nostalgic is the, the June 2003 album The Energy Never Dies by the Black Eyed Peas. Dude, I got a feeling it is I, I will die on this hill. It's a genuinely good song. It's a top 30 <laughs> like, song ever made. It's, it's a great song. I, 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 I confidently believe it's a top 30 song of all time. 100%. No, I completely agree. Uh, okay, my next one is uh, a little bit of a twofer because it's a very short period of my life. Um so there are two. So for, for my my indie pop heads, we got Portugal the Man's Evil Friends. Now it was one with like purple, yellow, red, and blue, and uh, <clears throat> all those. If you know them, you know you know those bangers. Um, and the second one is <laughs> for all my rap fans is Hoodie Allen's All American. Oh. You know the vibes, bro. No interruption. Ain't gotta work. Uh, Awful. <laughs> uh, so both of those weirdly take me back to one cruise I went on when I was like 14. It was like a, a Mexico cruise, you know, Puerto Penasco, Cabo. Or no, Puerto Vallarta, Cabo, and like back. <laughs> and uh, I just listened to those albums. Um I don't know why. I think it's like a weird cruise. It's the first and only cruise I've ever been on. And I was at the age where I was too old for like their kids club that they had. Oh, I like remember we went you told me about like this. Like 10 year olds running around. And we we're like, yeah. oh, we as in me and my sister. We're like, oh, okay. But then like, obviously we couldn't drink. Right. There was no real like, like teen club. So, uh, but yeah, so it just takes, it takes me back to that wonderful time. Wow. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Dang. All right. So my next one, uh, not a, it, so it's nostalgic for me a few years after it was actually released. It's like sophomore summer uh, after sophomore year of high school. 
uh, slash early junior year, I think. Um, but it just, I don't know what it is. It's a lot of the songs just remind me of very specific memories, like us going to the gym, like <laughs> during the summer, like all the time. And it, that album is camp by, by uh, mm, Donald okay, Glover yeah. slash childish Gambino. So this is like summer 2016 or 15. No, uh, like 16. Yeah, it'd be like 16, I think. So, I mean, that this was like Bonfire, Letter Home, mm-hmm. uh, All the Shine, Heartbeat, Firefly, yeah. like crazy good music in there. But I just remember us bumping stuff in my just old beat up Acura with my <laughs> cassette player that had an aux cord coming out of it. <laughs> like just bumping that kind of like, I don't know why it just brings me right back to that. It brings me into a U fit. Like yeah, hearing, no, that's like true. hearing heartbeat, like I'm on a treadmill in you fit where we're having to run a mile before we start lifting. I feel like that was at a point in our lives where, so we had discovered Gambia and I think two years prior or like, like one year prior, but we, we just knew like bonfire and heartbeat off that. Yeah. Album. We hadn't explored the whole album. So I think at that point we had really listened to the full thing but we hadn't really like developed a taste in rap. We thought yeah. we had. Right. Yeah, we, <laughs> we sure thought did. Gambino was the next step. Well, I like, also had Skizzy Mars phases pulled up here as a backup ooh. option. Yeah, that was our pinnacle of rap. So that was like what we had to go off of for like hardcore workout music with Heartbeat, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. That's really tough. tragic, bro. Yeah. We had no trauma to really dig into. We've said it once, I'll say it again. It's classic white boy behavior. Classic white boy behavior, bumping bonfire. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I love it. Okay, my next and last one. R.I.P. to a a legend. Juice World. Gone too soon. Uh, Goodbye and good riddance. You know the vibes, bro. You showed me this album, um, or Lucid Dreams, which... I we we listened to the whole album in your apartment, uh, junior year of college. Really, I remember we we were driving down Washington, to, uh, between Seventh Street and like Twelfth Street, and you played Lucid Dreams, and you're like, "Yo, Cody Co played this yeah. song," and I yeah. was like, "This is this is hard." Yeah. <laughs> this is, this I remember hard. that. I remember that. And then when I think it was just a single though, and then he released the full album oh. and I was like, bro, should we listen to this juice world album? And then we oh, played yeah, the whole thing. Right. Yeah. That was hype. And, and then we're um, like, yo, this is kind of good. Yeah. I think that was summer 2018. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just, I listened to that album. Um, it has so many good songs across the spectrum. Like it's has some emotional songs, but also just some bangers um and i was just like driving around a lot uh and that was just like my go-to driving music you know um that was also kind of the last summer where we didn't have really any obligations (laughs) you know yeah like we had like internships and whatever um but like we we didn't have to pay rent (laughs) and it was like summer and we knew it was kind of the last one where we could really do nothing (laughs) nothing like well, like we didn't have to figure anything out in terms of like right. out long-term housing or, or like bills. Yeah. So um, I think just harkens back to those days. I still see your shadows in my room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. 
I'm so torn for my last one. I still can't really decide. There's three that really shine for me in this instance. I'll say my my runner-ups are Rodeo by Travis Scott. (laughs) Freshman year of of college, like that was the soundtrack. Back when he wasn't a terrible human. Or just last one. Yeah, exactly. We just didn't know. (laughs) <laughs> um same year also i think life of pablo is up there mm, yeah i remember one of my buddies giving me the the original version of all the songs after he went and edited everything uh, mm-hmm. so he gave me the original version of all the songs on a flash drive mm-hmm. so that i could listen to that's the wolves sick. the way it was meant to be uh, i think it was sophomore year yeah oh was that was that sophomore year mm-hmm. or was it the end of freshman year because i remember being in the dorms plugging that into my computer oh maybe yeah Maybe. And then I think the the one that wins out for me is the so this was released in March 2017 uh, as I mean, Florida ceiling, pretty much bangers, uh, great songs. It brings me back to a very specific week in my life. And that album is Black Swan by Smino. <laughs> oh, man, is that the one with, uh, the, with with the greatest song ever made? Father, son, holy yeah. smoke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's classic. And other great songs like Wild Irish Roses, Glass Flows, uh, Netflix and Duce, Anita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those all, are great. Those are all good songs. All great songs. Yeah. Unbelievable album. But I just remember listening to it about every fourth song when I was visiting <laughs> you at your freaking frat house in Berkeley. <laughs> and that, that was just the soundtrack of like spring 2017. Yeah. Such a good spring. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we, we were having too much fun with that and Ben was getting very annoyed that I kept listening to that song, but it still was the greatest song ever made at that point. True. So what's better that one or 11, 11. <laughs> Bro, that wow. Oh my gosh. That just reawoke some freaking like I your nostalgia bone. That was crazy. Who sang <laughs> that one? 11, 11. Rob Curley. On the beat. (laughs) Bro, Rob Curley. I wanted that dude to be the next big thing so So bad. For all our listeners, this was like some terrible pop rap. Awful. I like some random white guy. He was white, right? No. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure he was not. Um, Like, this dude released like a mixtape and I like found it early and I like, I was like, dude, this guy's going to be legit. He's going to be so good. Like, and then he sucked. He had one song that blew up, which was called 1111, and that was it. Go check it out. It's a, it's a vibe, kind of. But no, it's 1. a 1.1 million views what? on YouTube. There it is. I mean, yeah, it's a great. Superstar. I just listened to like the first like three beats, and I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's our nostalgia hour. Let us know your top three nostalgic albums. And check out our Patreon where we have a book club. Patreon.com slash standing desk. As always, shout out Cameron for con- contributing. Um, appreciate you, man. Uh, and yeah, any other closing remarks, Daniel? 24 7, 11 11. <laughs> <There it is. laughs>